0: This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Sew and Tell podcast. Check out Sew and Tell on whatever podcatcher you use to listen to this podcast by searching Sew and Tell for even more fun sewing content.
1: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sew, sew,
0: sew, sew, sewing out loud. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And
2: I'm ZD Donahue.
0: And I feel like this is one of those theoretical podcasts that we get into and like everything's relative and stuff. I've just been writing on the zine about this. And anyway, it's like I get this certain feeling in my brain when we talk about certain things like this. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Because it's not exact or not, you can't give yeah, a formula? it's,
0: it's nebulous. Um, but I kind of think that's good because some of the information out there about these subjects I think seems so concrete from certain media sources. They're like, this is the full bust adjustment. Right. Or this is the full belly adjustment. And it's like, well, okay. You know, um, it, it is a full bust adjustment. Maybe it is a full belly adjustment. Right. There are other options. So, yeah, I guess um, – Good for us for being nebulous <laughs> about sewing Non-specific. sometimes. Non-specific. Well, we get in trouble sometimes when we say things should be done a certain way. I know. Even though Erin of Seamocked Sewing, I posted that picture of the underwear, the fold over elastic, and I said, you know, wrong way, ZD way. She's like, I appreciate that there's a wrong way
2: in a <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for appreciating that.
2: Well, a lot of, t- I always say, there's definitely a wrong way, and... There's probably more than one right way. Sure, sure. You know, I mean. Sometimes
0: it takes hearing it from a different perspective or something, and that's why there are so many sewing teachers out there and blogs and all that jazz. Well,
2: and some accept a certain standard and some accept others, too. It's very true. Yeah. No, it's very
0: true. Well, and you know, I just think everybody's coming from a different place. So anyway, today we're going to sort of talk about quite a few different tools in your toolbox and processes for fitting uh, jeans or trousers, whatever you know. I, I pants uh, britches It's the month. Of what are all the jeans? names?
2: What are all the names we're gonna call these bri- things?
0: britches are like underwear, aren't they?
2: Breeches used you, to be no. I mean that is like breeches used to be what they would call like little kids' pants. To me, yeah. like little, you know, like pull up your britches They'd say, "Uh huh." Okay, you know, well, I don't right. know.
0: Good, good to know.
2: I don't know. I I think like it's it's colloquial because I think like britches oh, yeah, yeah. might mean something else in england right yeah. or, or, or so, whatever
0: so it's the month of making jeans though march of 2019 is the month of making jeans that's well where, it that's certainly where we are. is
2: here it is here it is it right, right here now. it's what we have declared
0: <laughs> hey i a memory just came up in facebook it was three years ago like today that i posted a picture of my first i saw pair of i saw jeans. the ginger cool? jeans yeah yeah. Oh, yeah you know that was such an exciting and time you had to
2: make a full calf adjustment Yes,
0: I did. Which is so funny because you, anyway, okay. It right. seems like but,
2: yesterday. No, I just oh.
0: think about the full calf adjustment. A picture comes up in my mind of it. And I'm like, well, I did it differently. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk about some of the terms you're going to find uh, and how we use uh, these techniques crotch these, sausage. Crotch sausage. Uh, how we use them practically, how you can use them practically. Right. Okay. A big beneficial part of the process of fitting your jeans or trousers i think is making a muslin okay
2: out of not muslin
0: probably not unless so you're making we, a woven like, pair so of jeans so when we
2: say muslin we're basically saying a a you know a prototype a test a garment. First, ta- first time test garment
0: also i did a Video a long time ago on choosing the size of your ginger jeans, and I got a comment on YouTube that says the term is muslin, not Muslim. And I'm like,
2: I cannot imagine that I said that incorrectly. Said. Right. Yeah, me like, too. I know that, you right.
0: know, I, and I did not watch the Remember the, whole the time that video. Lady
2: corrected me when I, what was it? Uh, I was, um, Matt Lizay. Yeah, I said Matt Lizay, mm-hmm. and she said, It's Matt Lizay. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so, uh, you want to make sure I knew you knew. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> so, Anyway, muslin, uh, test garment, and you should make your test garment out of fabric that has similar properties to what your final garment's right. going to be. So, when <laughs> Which
2: means muslin, nothing you, hardly anything you wear is going to be like muslin. Uh, muslin. Well, muslin. Muslin, muslin. Uh,
0: muslin. Yes, yes, to I mean
2: muslin.
0: For all of our Muslim listeners, we know. We know. Like, we, I know that. Like I'm, I'm yeah. not saying Although that. I have
2: heard people say it. Wrong. I have heard people yeah, say oh
0: autocorrect is the worst. Yeah. Okay, right. um about that cuz it it'll, it'll just be like right. I may, it'll change it. But right. anyway, um yeah, I did I did not say that and I'm very well aware and respectful <laughs> but, of my You know, you know Muslim is Muslim such friends. a
2: flimsy Fabric.
0: Yeah, I mean, I It think, honestly
2: sews up terribly.
0: Yeah, you're not a fan.
2: You're no, not a fan of muslin. No, I don't. You, you know, people would put their embroidery test outs on muslin, and I'd say, why? Nothing is like woven. that. Like, now, like, I wouldn't embroider on anything that's like muslin. If
0: I was just making myself, like, a woven pair of pants, right. I might consider it. Now, we have enough fabric around here right, that you've purchased, like, low-cost... Fabric right. that you'll be like, oh, I'm going to make a muslin out right. of this because right. it's maybe not very attractive, but still. Or I bought ten the, yards
2: of it, so who would want that uh, many? Right. So you, you know, you know, it, you've got. I wouldn't enough. really want that many garments like to wear out of that. Out fabric. of the same stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. So we have we have fabric that we'll use for testing that is not muslin, but it is you know appropriate. It's the right hand right. or it's the right stretch. Uh, so if I'm going to make a woven pair of trousers. I would use a woven fabric. Right. If you're going to make a pair of non-stretch jeans, you can make them out of non-stretchy fabric.
2: But but the thing is is you know denim yeah, is heavy. Yeah, it is. And it's not like muslin. No, so And if you go to make that seam in it's that different. It, it it's going to come out different. It sure it's is.
0: lay different on your body. Yep. It can be a good feel use, different. Could be a good starting feel point. Feel different. But if you are going to make stretch denim jeans like which is i
2: can't even imagine why you'd make anything else actually yeah
0: actually i'm gonna use a woven in these
2: these modern times but anyway
0: (laughs) zd's a huge fan of spandex and uh, well i
2: you know most of my life i wore non-stretch jeans yeah you got the that that's what we wore that's what was available that was what was in
0: you have the right to that opinion for sure like i've never worn a pair of non-stretch jeans except when we did that science experiment thing (laughs) because I didn't care about those jeans because they didn't stretch. (laughs) So anyway, um, if you are going to make a pair out of stretch denim, you need to use stretch denim for your test garment. You really do. Now, here's the thing. A lot of stretch denim out there, it's $15 a yard or more, and that can seem very costly um, to you. A lot of the time, if you can take some good body measurements and you can measure the pattern, you can get a, quote, wearable muslin, or you can transition your test garment into that right. final garment. So your
2: de- your test garment is going to be wearable, like publicly yeah. wearable, and hopefully you will like it enough to wear it, even though you spent that much on your denim.
0: And this is the process that I wanted to get to, is basting. And this, right. I think, is a revelation for people who may be new to garment sewing. And it was, it was a new um, concept to me when I made jeans. Oh, I, okay. I had made, like, test garments before, but I'd never really been, like, because we had enough test fabric, you know, for them. Right, right. But what what Heather recommends when she makes those ginger jeans, and what I read, was to cut out your jeans and then baste them together to start to fit them.
2: So what? What length stitch do you yeah, use? Yeah, what's that
0: mean? So I would use, I oh mean, I used on denim like a 4.5. I was going
2: to say a 5. I easy. didn't go all the way yeah. to a
0: 5. because 4.5 worked. Yeah, yeah the, the 5 kind of came out a well, little bit. Well, yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes if you
2: go too far, you don't get an, I mean, yeah, it'll it's not enough apart. of a seam, right? right. Yeah,
0: but basting, uh, the thing about basting, and I've I've actually done a video on this, I did a cute little video when I first started going live. Uh, You you get the silhouette of the the trouser or the jeans or the whatever. So if you've got a pocket, you don't have to make the whole pocket when you are basting these together, okay? Uh, You don't have to do the fly. You know, you don't have to do things like that. But this saved... A lot of time and energy. You take those good measurements. You choose a size, and then you can baste those together and see if there are any issues. You still have your full seam allowance to work with. Mm-hmm. You've not cut anything off. Nope. And I'd really recommend basting together your trousers or your jeans or whatever before you
2: start to go in and construct
0: them, right. because a lot of these things will have a well, top stitch seam. And, and, all and that. I'm
2: going to add a step here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I don't think you did this, but I have also done this, is pin basting. Okay. Just pin them together with a straight pin or even safety pins if they look way off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're like, well, you know, I think that, you know... I mean, it just saves you, especially if they're, they look off in a place. Okay. Like, maybe yeah. it looks really big in the hip. And well, you think, that's going to be way too small or way too big for me.
0: What we have, what, what I did do with, a, now, I feel like I was really successful choosing the right size gingers right. for my people um, when I taught the class yes. in 2016. But what we would do then for modifications is we kind of blend the two techniques. That's right. We would... Undo some of our basting stitching, yep. and then pin, and with safety right, pins, right, a lot right, of the time right. was the best thing so to do. So just undo
2: part and right,
0: yeah. Or we'd undo the outer seam and leave the inseam, and proceed to pin baste or something like that. Uh, Heather even recommends like basting and wearing them for hours. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's like, she's like, wear them for a day. You know, I'm like, okay, no, <laughs> I, you <laughs> Not know, in public. I okay, mean,
2: I mean, I I do that even on things like. Uh, you know, my most recent like Leotard yeah uh you know, sloper. I made it and I wore it to class. Yeah. I didn't say, Oh, this this is perfect. I'm gonna wear it sixteen yeah, I'm gonna make sixteen right now. Yeah. I wore and you know what? It fit okay, but I decided I wanted the sleeve like a different length.
0: You tweaked it a little Yeah.
2: Bit. You know, it was it's, but but you know, wearing it especially like for the function or to uh-huh. the affair or to a similar situation makes a big difference because also standing up and looking in the mirror is one thing yes and getting in and out of the car and bending over and picking up a kid or Uh going to the grocery store and picking up a bag of dog food or you know whatever you're you know roller skating I don't know whatever you're gonna do in the in those britches right (laughs) yeah or or anything else really Mm -hmm. this this goes this is across the board you know you can stand up and look really good in something, right? And I have had people. This has happened to me in uh, alterations. I just got terative. attacked
0: by a ladybug.
2: <laughs> no, it was something else. Did it? It looked like something else. Oh, I don't know. Sorry, there's ghosts something in our recording studio. From the ceiling. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, I don't know what it was. It looked like a little white thing. I don't know what it was. Um, what? What I? I guess um, what I'm saying is, I have had people come in for alterations. Ah. Uh, and say to me, oh, no, I want it tighter, I want it tighter, I want, I want uh, it tighter. Uh-huh. And I will go ahead and I will do it if they absolutely <laughs> insist. And I, I explain to them, you have to sit down in this or you yeah. have to eat in this or whatever. Yeah. And I will make sure I leave that seam allowance because I know they're coming back. Yeah. I know they're coming back. And and, and they have.
0: Yes. And I want to say, like, when we make um, a leotard or something like that, we know, ZD and I know, that a lot of times with those knit garments... They are alterable, okay, yes, easily yes, alterable. Yes, yes. So, I'll make myself a T-shirt, and it's—I think it's finished. And I'll be like, "Oh, you know what? I'm moving around on this. Right. I'm just gonna go in, and I'm gonna uh, take this in a little bit or something." Trousers can be a little different, of course, because there might be things like a fly and zippers and stuff. But your clothing never needs to like stay static after the fact. Right. Uh, some people have said that they lost weight or changed shape, or they used like a different. A pair of ready-made leggings and made them into the made-to-measure leggings. Yes, like the clothing can be living and breathing. Yay. And that's what we re- are recommending with this basting and wearing of the trouser. Let it come alive a little right. bit. Let let those jeans come alive. Move around. Pick up the kid. You know, do whatever. And see how it feels.
2: Haven't you ever worn, like, the wrong underwear?
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> or, like,
2: I I used to, like, sometimes have under, like, an un- pair of underpants I couldn't wear with a certain pair of pants but I could wear them with another pair oh, of yeah. pants like you know weird things like that and yeah yes and yeah. that
0: came up last month in foundation right. month a lot okay so basting is good and then okay we're talking about this muslin and we didn't bring up there's a another popular technique of fitting garments called tissue fitting and there's nothing wrong with this technique and you use like this flexible you know swedish tracing paper or or use the pattern you know tissue paper I don't think tissue fitting is always, I wouldn't trust it to then go and make my final pair of jeans. I think that, Might be a good starting I think point. tissue
2: fitting is something you use in conjunction. Yeah. You don't consider it to be, and, and a lot of times, especially like on length, it'll really help you. Oh, and you know, because of course, sure. if I get a jeans pattern, I can tell you right now, the leg's <laughs> yes. going to be four yes. inches too long. Yes. You know, I mean, that's how it is.
0: Uh, And also, different parts of your body, they move differently. Like a bodice, tissue-fitting bodice, in your normal day-to-day activities, your torso doesn't have as much range of motion as, like, your legs. Okay, it's not – your torso doesn't walk. Your legs walk. You know, you you don't do the – Blitz you should have seen a, me last night. Oh, okay. You wouldn't be saying that. Go ahead. <laughs> so, or if it's a formal gown, your tissue fitting it. Right. Da, 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 all these things are different. So you. Well,
2: and again, fabric.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I. Did you know, not, if you have
2: a fabric that has ease and or not ease but um stretch. Yeah. You know, it makes a big difference.
0: So I did not even do any tissue fitting with my ginger jeans. Yeah. Before. Like this was not something that I thought would be uh, would add a lot to our experience. Right. Especially since. Heather's really straightforward about finished garment measurements, which I think is really valuable in, in yes. that pattern. I thought it was really oh, great of they're her They're valuable in most yeah. things, yes. Oh, sure, sure. So, so that information, being so readily available, made it so that we were choosing a pretty close size and then just needed to do a bit of tweaking. So right. that was helpful. So I didn't tissue fit in any of these jeans. I don't know if that would really be... Uh, as helpful as just going in and getting some fabric to do a muslin with, um, and Heather says to like baste and wear every pair of jeans you make because all different stretch it can denims. make a They're big difference. We talk sometimes
2: to- just because of the dye, it can be the same. Oh yeah. You know, you think it's the same product because it's the same company and they call it the same and it's only a different color. Mm -hmm. But just the dyeing process might make it different. Sometimes the way it's been, like, rolled onto the the bolt bolt, and lived for a while will (laughs) make a difference. You know, there are things that make differences. We
0: spoke about this in the ZigZag Live broadcast last month for Foundations Month. talked about underwear and how garments in the ready-to-wear industry are made to spec. And if you change one little thing about the garment they will completely redo their specs. And so that's what you're doing when you use a different fabric. You're having the fun of being a home sewist, but then you need to make sure that you're, you know, testing all that out. So, definitely test. Oh, I and I wanted to bring up I can't remember the name of the group member, but she said that she was muslining out a pair of stretch pants, stretch trousers, and She was using non-stretch muslin, and she said, if I give myself a little bit of a wedgie in my muslin, they fit okay in the stretch. And I thought, well, that's fine um, (laughs) if she knows that. But you could try and find some less expensive stretch woven fabric um, in – that's what I would really recommend, okay? Because right. you don't know how much of a wedgie you need
2: in That's non-stretch right.
0: fabric. I mean, to not she probably lucked out. Yeah, she, you know
2: I what I mean. So. And then, right?
0: I think so too. Yes, I would. I, I think that is a little bit of luck going on there. So, anyway, um, let's take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about silhouettes and body shape and all that jazz, and a few things, a few opinions I have on uh, crotch curves. <laughs>
2: This week's episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Sew and Tell podcast. That's right, another fun and knowledgeable bunch of people are broadcasting their conversations about sewing and making. Amanda Carestio, Kate Zainard, and Meg Healy host a podcast where they discuss
0: fashion trends, sewing techniques, and what's inspiring them to keep their sojo alive and well. Fun fact, we met Kate at a blogging conference and taught her to make made-to-measure leggings. She's an absolute doll. I'm also a big fan of Amanda's Instagram account, where she shares self-sewn makes as stone. Her style is unique and understated, and I love it. And many of you may recognize Meg Healy from her
2: role as the editor of Berta Style magazine. Keep up to date with the latest in indie sewing, fashion design, and exciting events in the sewing community when you subscribe to Sew Intel. You can find Sew and tell on your favorite podcatcher
0: or at sewdaily.com slash tell. Thanks, Sew and
1: Sewing Out Loud Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?
0: So the zine this month is me just kind of, like, being philosophical about
2: crotch curves. Rambling? <laughs> Bra- r- rambling? Crotch curves. No, no,
0: not at all. So if you're a Backstitch member, you're a Zigzag member, this is in your profile. Um, but we know, because we sew our own clothes, that the stuff in the store doesn't always make us happy, right? Right. Um. But I also want to open your mind up to maybe some of the trendy patterns might not make you happy either. You might not like how
2: they look on you. The style. Right.
0: You you might not like how everything that's coming out right now, brand spanking new, makes your body look. And and that's okay, too. So it it can be, you know, a bit of a double-edged sword. Don't think just because, okay, well, I'm going to choose a pattern. It's automatically going to look better on me. Like you're going to have to alter it or you're going to have to. You're not going to look like the model, just like you're not going to look like the model That's right. from the magazine. Ever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe you do. She you doesn't look model. like that either. Yeah. They've probably, you know, manipulated things and stuff. Uh, and one of the things here is crotch crotch curve. Okay. okay. Um, the crotch curve kind of this trend and this was seemed to be much more prevalent when we first started yeah, the group yeah we like,
2: had a, we had a big talk about a, the the crotch sausage
0: yeah the, and it's so funny cuz who doesn't like to talk about crotch sausages okay um but it's the practice of finding your actual body curve like the um you would use an aluminum literally
2: the shape like literally you, the shape yes. of your
0: body yeah uh you'd use an aluminum foil like crotch sausage
2: so you make this, like, roll of aluminum foil. And
0: you place it close to your body. Right. And then and you, you
2: mold it to your body. Yeah. Is it like like a big pipe cleaner or something. Yeah, like, so
0: starting at or your waist. What do they call them?
2: Chenille sticks now. Chenille they, don't, stick. they don't call them pipe cleaners anymore. Starting
0: at your waist, you'd, like, curve it down right. to, like, your, you know, your crotch. And then you're, like, boom. Okay, front crotch curve. Okay, now I'm going to do my back crotch right. curve, which is your butt, you know, or your bum or whatever. And so, anyway, people are, like, oh, I found it. Now I've got it. And I'm, like, um. You might not want to sew your garment
2: to look like that.
0: Like, if you can picture, there's so many things that go into this. I just picture people who complain that they have a really voluminous bottom.
2: Their Uh crotch
0: curve that they're going to get is going to look like a C. Yeah. Like, you know, it's going to be like this really convex um, thing. And I'm like, I mean, try cutting that (laughs) out (laughs) of some fabric and see what happens. Like, it's not... That's not clothing what clothing you...
2: isn't always the shape you are. Yeah. Clothing covers the shape you are. Yeah, and you know, it it's not always the exact shape you are. Even
0: a really close fitting pant on someone who's got that really curvaceous, like C shaped bum, it's not gonna look like that on the flat pattern. That's, That's not right. what happens. That's right. That's so right. it's defined by your waist, it's defined by your hip, it's right. defined by your thigh and your rise. Okay. Right. And then all of that stuff gets curved together. Even in a fashion textbook, you take all these measurements, and it's a little bit more of an art than a science. It is. It's like connect it with the curve.
2: Well, that's and, why you might need to alter it. People like it, don't always like it to look the same.
0: That's right. So, that's what I want to bring up. A lot of this has to do with rise, and that's true for our leggings class. Uh-huh. Okay. Like covering a full belly or pregnant right. belly, <clears throat> what changes the most is the rise. Just that's that why
2: I think leggings help you yeah, because you really, really get the shape of what, you know, it really...
0: It's a good intro to that yeah, concept. Yeah, it, it,
2: it's sort of like this is what's there.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, the that crotch curve is made up of all those things, and you also have to take into account the grain of the fabric, all that jazz, and we treat uh, bums... I think in our society today, like, it's very fashionable and seen as attractive to have the bum, like, really outlined.
2: Right. A tight fit. A really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a snug fit on the rear end. And I bring this up because
0: I've just been researching some early uh, 20th century garments, and I'm like, oh, this is the opposite of a tight-fitting pair of jeans. Mm -hmm. It's a bustled-out
2: skirt. (laughs) Right. Well, and, and, you know, there were reasons, different reasons for a bustle. Uh Uh-huh. You know, to make your waist look tiny, to mm-hmm. do this, to do that. Also, they didn't really wear underwear. That's
0: right. You, you know, know and, well, yeah. And it was, real... it was seen as, quote, indecent right. to show the well, shape of the body. And like, like, in
2: some of the shapes of the body. You know what's really changed in my lifetime mm-hmm. is showing the silhouette of the pregnant body. Oh, yeah. Oh, when I was pregnant with you guys, we didn't wear T-shirts that hugged our bellies. That was... The, okay, It was new that there were T-shirts at all for pregnant ladies, Uh but they came down, they fit at the bust, and then they went into like an A-line. Right. It did not, there was nothing about like a band at the bottom that would go under your belly and show that belly. You know, I I always think it's so cute at the gym when I see all these pregnant girls and they're just Mm -hmm. like, you know. Going, Showing yeah. their mods, <laughs> of their little pregnant bellies off, and you know you didn't really know what my belly looked like. Sure, it was camouflage, and years before that. You weren't supposed to even look pregnant. Sure, you know it. It. it I mean, they would like raise the waistband on mm-hmm. a dress so that you didn't look pregnant.
0: Yeah, so lots of like implications there, right? Yeah, For all uh-huh. sorts of. Yeah, let's that nasty that. girl is pregnant. Right, exactly. We're not supposed <laughs> to talk about that. We're not supposed to show that. that right, you know?
2: Stork brings those babies, <laughs>
0: and you're you're not supposed to say the word pregnant on TV, right, right? Right. Well,
2: you know when I Love Lucy had yeah. Little Ricky that was in the fifties and. That was very, you know, they, they, well, first of all, they were in twin beds, yeah, so, right. <laughs> you know, it was like, you know, a long distance pregnancy, and um, but you know, they couldn't say pregnant. I'm not sure. I mean, they said baby a lot. I think they
0: could say expecting. They
2: might have said expecting or something. that. And she wore very voluminous tops,
0: right? That would like
2: you didn't see her shape yeah. at all, you know.
0: Okay, so bellies, I think, are really. This is another thing that we could, like, unpack all day right. long. And I, this is what I do in the zine article. People who have protruding bellies... This
2: Which is, is like, 99% like, of us. Because you yeah. have internal organs, you
0: know. <laughs> if you ate lunch. <laughs> well, and that's funny because a lot of people will see a celebrity with even, like, a slight curve to their right. belly. And they'll think, oh, they're pregnant. It's like, no.
2: Your the... belly does curve like that. Right. Yes. And,
0: and, many... and she had a
2: hamburger. And right. many
0: of the models or the idealized forms we see... We'll have these very sort of artificially flattened front, you know, almost uh, concave, you Yeah, should yeah, which so, is
2: a lot of times a more anorexic look. or an cakexic look, I should say. Yes. Like a wasted look almost. Yeah.
0: And some people do have flat. Right, bullies. right. Not everybody who's thin is anorexic. No. We're not saying that. No. Okay. Don't don't think we're yeah, saying no, that. Yeah, no, no, we're not. <laughs> but what
2: I'm saying is I don't think that's the norm. I think that's one of the extremes. And
0: I think right. that what what's been sort of idealized is that and I, so a lot of people have these protruding bellies, like myself included. And I think that we haven't had a good, what do I want to say, like the most deep conversation on how to deal with this. The full belly adjustment that's often given is basically like what you do to accommodate a butt. Okay. Uh It's just increase that rise. Mm -hmm. Okay. This will follow the shape of your body. And I've seen people in the group firsthand, and also had my own little thing about how, oh, I, well, I don't really want my, belly to be You didn't so... want your belly to
2: look like your butt? I didn't want my belly to look like <laughs> my
0: butt. Um, You know, and I think it's everybody's prerogative to wear their clothes however they wish. But I found it really freeing for me when I tried on some pants that had a bit more of a dropped crotch. Mm-hmm. And I was like so much more comfortable. And I thought...
2: And they skimmed the belly. Yeah, they
0: skimmed and I right. just wasn't worried and it wasn't like I was right. like, oh, now I'm a Better person, or something <laughs> like that. That's not how I felt. But what I want to say is sometimes. You liked
2: the look better. Yeah,
0: I like the look better. And I don't think there's a lot of really modern patterns out right now that have that dropped crotch.
2: Okay. Okay. Like. Yeah.
0: Like the ginger jeans, well, you know, or you the know, skinny jeans. We used or... to,
2: I mean, we used to wear trousers. They were called trousers. So so because they evolved from men's dress, right? Yeah. And they did have pleats in the front. Mm-hmm. Okay. They gave you room to move right. and room to sit down. They weren't plastered up well, against you, your skin. You also
0: couldn't have a plastered up against your skin look because It was woven fabric. Well, I was gonna say and
2: the fabric didn't have a lot of gift, right?
0: Yes. So So, we're working in this like I just to understand like what's going on, for me, I was like, Okay, so we're working in this era when fashion designers wanna cut down on cost. So they're not making as voluminous of garments, we've got stretchy fabrics, right. um, so that's good. And then we have this ideal set forth in the media of this flat belly and this curvaceous bottom, right? So that's what we want to like see happen. Now, why Which like, is
2: almost like incompatible, like with reality? Like, I
0: think with the majority of people, yeah, you
2: know, I mean, how do you get this bulbous, full <laughs> behind and? You know, no front at all. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I and, mean, it's there. It exists. but oh, sure. You know.
0: But it's a, it's another like kind of idealization. To think
2: everyone looks exactly like that is sort. Yeah. Is to think everyone looks the same. It's you unrealistic. Unrealistic. Right.
0: And I know somebody is gonna like make a comment about the Kardashians, and I just want to be real clear here. They're like the Kardashians and implants and da da da. I think it's fine to do whatever you want with your body, and there's no like real silhouette. You know, there's no
2: there's oh, no real, one definition. Real women right. look
0: like this. Right. or real women, no, I don't like that. You know, and so uh, everybody's got a different. You know, if you have issue. a lot
2: of money, you can have whatever kind of well, butt you true want. Too. Yeah,
0: uh, but you know, I don't think there's any kind of value judgment to be made there. However, I was really excited when I tried on these pants, <laughs> and I felt like, oh, I just don't even have to worry about this. Like I was always trying to get this like perfectly flat silhouette there Uh or this perfectly flat look and I actually got it when the crotch was dropped a little bit yeah when you had
2: some crotch room when that
0: front crotch curve didn't end up making my body look like a when you didn't match
2: the the aluminum crotch sausage right
0: and so it looked a little bit less like a c more like an l like kind of fell there and I loved that so much and I think a lot of people are asking for that when they, they're they like, my belly you know, is right. protruding here. How or do how I, do
2: I fit my belly? How do I fit my, do my belly? How do I accommodate my belly okay. or whatever? Well,
0: let's not just talk about how do I fit my belly. What do you want your body to look like? Right. What can it look like? Like a person with a protruding belly isn't going to look like the Levi's model with the flat belly. Right. Okay. So I think it's like, let's work with the different vocabularies of our bodies. And that's okay to do too. Um, so, yeah, you might be making alterations to a pattern that fall outside the, like, generally accepted sort of this is a full belly adjustment. Okay, if this is a full belly adjustment on a pair of skinny jeans, it's still a pair of skinny jeans that's supposed to fit you skin tight, okay? Okay. And maybe I actually – Maybe I want to be in a different silhouette. Maybe I like these men's tux pants, you know, (laughs) and I can, I can alter them in other ways to make the legs slimmer and do other things. But yeah, it was kind of a bit of a revelation to me. When I, because I don't really, never really had the chance to try on men's tux pants before. Well, you never wore, really wore trousers. No. you
2: grew up wearing basically jeans or sweatpants, stretchy jeans. You know, yeah, yeah. No, I but, wore.
0: I grew up wearing stretchy jeans, and mm-hmm. so it was a neat opportunity to get that. And so what I'm going to try and do this month is make the Jenny trousers. They're another closet case patterns. Um, pattern (laughs) and
2: what you're telling people is it's not going to hug the silhouette of your belly that's what what you're you're saying is that am i correct If you'd
0: let me finish okay okay they are made for a woven fabric right automatically in there there's got to be some ease to be able to move around because they're woven and heather describes in the pattern she says the rise is generous she Mm -hmm. and she says it may not fit like, pants that you're used to wearing in the modern world. And I thought, oh, that's what I'm looking for. Right. (laughs) Now, it's also fairly easy to change the rise of a pair of pants. Like, I'd say that that's one of the easiest things to do. You slice and spread you make it taller and mm-hmm. this is useful for lots of things um so i'm excited she she i felt like was giving this disclaimer because she knows what's sort of popular right now well
2: right and well and
0: i'm saying right. yeah maybe people are going to find that they actually like this shape a little bit
2: well you know you say it's popular here's what i think happens yeah. it's what's available and the fabrics stretch So it's what they can put on the market, and it's what can fit. It doesn't mean it's what people really want or even how they really want to look. I agree. It's just what's there and what's available. You know, I like a loose-fitting woven trouser kind of pajama. Mm -hmm. Everybody calls them pajama pants now. They call them joggers
0: now. Or whatever. whatever. Right. I
2: like that look. Uh I like it like a a rayon pant in the summertime that's kind of loose, and it, it hangs. Yeah. It hangs from my
0: waist. Right. Yes. So I I totally agree with you. I think it took me a minute to be like, oh, you know, my destiny is being written for me a little bit here. By pattern companies, by ready-to-wear companies. By ready-to-wear companies. You yes. know, it is being...
2: By the magazine. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. You know, how
2: unrealistic. I'm sorry, really. So if you, you know, it just is.
0: So this is where you get to really play around with things. And I hope that I can do a little demonstration of showing myself in those gingers and then in those other trousers and just saying, this is my body. And I'll put a picture of myself in my underwear so you can see my belly. see what it. Looks. That's the thing. You don't know what those people look like naked, you know? That's right. And, and this is always my big thing. I thought, Oh, is that going to make my belly look like this or like this? Well, I don't know what kind of belly that person has. You right. Know? And it's, I don't think it's on the models to also give you a picture of themselves, <laughs> you know, in their <laughs> Well, and and you know, <laughs> but again, again, <laughs> again, if
2: they take a picture of them, okay, so they're being photographed. Yeah. And the, if the photograph does not turn out how the marketer wants it to, it's changed. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's electronically changed. It's airbrushed. It's whatever. Yeah. You know, it does that picture doesn't it. Ha- I mean, you know, or if you go to the back of them, they might have big clamps going to the down the back of their garment, like, snugging it up to them. And,
0: like, as someone, as for us, as we've designed patterns and stuff. There is, you know, you do want to get across the shape of the garment. You do want to get, you know, you want to tell the garment's story in the photograph. So, like, I can understand it somewhat. But really knowing how it's going to look on you, that's where that fitting process comes in. And I just want to give people that option of, Maybe you actually want a different silhouette than what you're getting.
2: I think I learned actually fairly early, Mm -hmm. maybe like even in my teen years, that I did not like every fad. Or maybe I liked the fad, but I wasn't going to be able to wear it and like myself in it. Yeah. Or I wasn't really comfortable in it or... Oh, boy, I feel like when I look in the mirror, I feel like my legs are short. Mm-hmm. And if I wear this, they look even shorter. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, oh, look, I put this on. and It makes gives the illusion that my legs are a little bit longer. It just made me feel better. It was the way I wanted to look. Well, and
0: that's where this is all so personal. So I hope nobody is like, you made me feel terrible because I have a belly. That's not the point here Oh, we all do, At all. We all do, dear. All. No, dear, dear. <laughs> that's, that's... We haven't
2: even started to talk about. Bosoms and under-the-arm bosoms, which I have, yes. So
0: that's not where it's coming from. It's coming from giving you the...
2: Love your body and love your body for what it did for you today. If it let you get up and get out of bed, if it let you walk, love your body. I'm telling you, I'm telling you this because (laughs) you need to. Everybody needs to. Okay, but
0: also it's okay to not like parts of your body. It's okay. It's okay. It's
2: It's okay to be critical, to go this part of my body I want to cover up this part oh I like my back I'm going to show my back off you can you can make but but love your body for what it does do for you yeah
0: that's the thing is like I think it's been that body positivity some time has policed the way that we get to talk about our own bodies like it's not okay to say I want to make my belly look flatter Somebody might say, oh, well, it's because you don't love your body and you have to love your body. Well, I get to make my belly look however I want, you know. Um, I, uh, that especially that when it I used to sew out.
2: for people, I would say, tell me what makes you uncomfortable. As yeah. we were doing something, you know, and somebody might say, I don't like how my belly sticks out here. Yeah. And I'd say... Sometimes I couldn't do anything about it. Right. Or sometimes they would say, well, we could do this. Mm -hmm. You know, do you like this better? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. You know. And sometimes they would find a style they liked or something that they would kind of stick with.
0: Yeah. So I feel like sometimes the media and brands who are kind of profiting off of this, quote, body positivity movement have taken away a little bit of our power to, you know, be slightly dissatisfied with our bodies. Because if you say that. Then you're being you're you're not being a good woman now. Okay, so no, there's another
2: there's another standard another standard, another standard set, that you but, know yeah. set
0: by not you or something. Now this is because our society has made it a practice to make value judgments about people based on their weight. That's where this is coming from. So we, you know, people have been made to feel less than if they don't live up to a certain ideal. Okay, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, maybe you're lazy, or maybe you're not smart because you don't look a certain way. So now that we're trying to grapple with that, how do we grapple with the fact that somebody can say, "Oh, oh, I'd like to um, lose some weight, or I'd like to uh, make my belly look flatter." You know, how right. that you can take away, you can make you that get to separate, do whatever
2: you want. It's your body. Right?
0: You get to separate that from the value judgment about people. So that's where the that's where it comes in I well
2: think. i mean i think what happens you're you're talking about having a ballet or not having a ballet or you know and generally what we see is the ideal is some someone who is thin right okay but i will tell you there is thin people shaming too
0: oh yeah absolutely you know so
2: if you don't think you're thin or you've never been accused of being thin there are people that you know Say to people that are thin, oh, well, you're thin. You don't have to worry about it or what? I mean, that's not nice either.
0: That's why I said the real woman thing. You know, that happens a lot about breasts. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, when are you going to make those bras for real women? Okay. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, that's uh, real.
2: I've seen that a lot and that really bothers me. And I understand the
0: concern about maybe like size limitations, but that's, I think... I, I I think not we've not come, right across come across that
2: quite a bit though. Yeah. Yes. that's
0: not the right way to come across uh, to to address that. So, like jeans for real bodies. Okay, how about jeans for like more bodies? So, you there know, you go. I like that like a lot. That. I like that a lot. How about jeans um, with different silhouettes that you can choose to make yourself feel right. happy? You know, that's what I'm talking about. You know, versus real this or I'm not sitting here going, well, I've got a belly and. Um, that's Everybody should look like this, have, right. you know, or something like that. It's it's not necessarily true uh, for everything like that. Uh, for every for every body part, you well, know.
2: Well, I never quite understood the term "mom body" to tell you the truth.
0: Yeah, there are lots I, of different people who have yeah, lots of different types I, of bodies. Yeah,
2: I, Who is that? Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Yeah,
0: and I don't think people are always. You know, people say, "Oh, this is my." belly after two kids and i understand what they're saying because like i've had two kids so like this is my belly after two kids but like i know some other people have had two kids and their bellies look different from mine you know <laughs> like right they they can be a lot flatter or they can be a lot bigger i mean you know uh and i it's like we have got to make excuses for our bodies because it, maybe there's a little bit I of mean, shame I mean, sometimes there. it
2: might just be people striving for a description. Oh, yeah, this is my, you I know, agree. I mean, if they're, if they're directing it towards themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I say, oh, well, you know, th- these are my boobs after two years of prednisone. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, that's the other thing. It's not always, it, it doesn't have, it can be something that's not natural.
0: Well, and the other, you know, or whatever. Like, my belly did look different before I had two kids. Like, right, that's for right. sure, you know. Right,
2: but um, <laughs> when Somebody says, you know, the mom body. I, I keep, I'm thinking, what are they talking about? I really do not know what they're talking about. Yeah,
0: there are moms of all different. I know all
2: kinds of people that have children that, and they all look different. Some of them kind of look the same, you know. It's <laughs> I, I just like, I still can't find the mom body.
0: Right, right. No, that's a good point. So when you talk about your body, I think it's important to kind of, or talk about bodies, to make it sort of individual, like to you. Right. You know, um... I try not to the, – the, the lingerie addict has a great rule where if someone posts a photo like of themselves or of a model and it's like if it's not something that you could change in five minutes – don't talk about it so if it's not like oh you could move the belt a little bit it's not oh. you know you oh you, i instead see. of being like well someone of that weight shouldn't wear that oh. garment or
2: oh, you, you need know. to see a plastic surgeon yeah, right, or
0: something <laughs> like that you know so it, yeah i think it's good because like the person is the way they are and if they're looking for some constructive feedback like i i never really thought about that And to be honest, that's kind of cool. I like that. Never tell someone to like lose weight, you know, or something. But if it's not now in garment fitting, this might be different because, of course, it takes more than five minutes to make small alterations, and someone might actually want that kind of feedback, you know. (laughs) Just do that FBA in five minutes or less. Um, (laughs) You know. uh,
2: Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Your clothes look best when they fit the way you want them to fit. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um and you know, I don't know if you noticed the way I phrased that because I, I may I may <laughs> like the way – I may have a idea in my head how clothes should fit on somebody. Mm-hmm. And that might not be the same idea you have.
0: Yeah, or that they have. No, right. I've definitely seen right. that. I've, And that's where, like, truly I feel like I've come to a place where I'm like, oh, I wouldn't like that on me. I'm happy for them.
2: Yes. It, no, I'm like that. Too. That's and I'm not very like much that yeah. person's dumb because they don't like, like, like it like me. I'm like, <laughs> look at those long legs. It just is never gonna happen for me. Yeah. And you know,
0: I think it's one thing to have certain thoughts in your head and like yeah. another thing to choose like what you put in a comment or say to someone. Well yeah too. Yeah, like yeah. there's there's different environments for that. Uh, and there's there was a whole article. I'm sorry I can't remember what publication it's from. I'll try and find it about um, visible belly outlines and people being like, I don't care
2: about Yeah, now a lot of people don't mind, yeah.
0: showing. And I'm like, oh, this is something that I personally care about. And then I look at all the pictures of people with their visible belly outlines and I'm like, oh, okay, like, Cool. You that, know, yeah, I, they uh, don't mind. But yeah. But it
2: that's that's called confidence though. If you care if you carry it well, it, it usually looks okay. But
0: I do need to acknowledge that those people have been criticized by others who say you shouldn't have this is what's going on. Oh, yeah. That is oh, what yeah. has happened. Oh, yeah. That's why the well, publication has to I be. I think written. everyone
2: gets criticized. Uh, it there does, are people they do. that like to criticize, so people get criticized. <laughs>
0: that's true. So I'm I'm understanding why the article was written, you know, for sure, because that's a, you know, people say that's not proper. And they say that about so many things. Proper. Um This isn't, or you shouldn't show that much, or you shouldn't do this, or you shouldn't do that. Uh So I understand that. But it's, when you can get to that point of being confident about your body and what you want, we, we it's had, interesting yeah, how the criticism can go there, away. There
2: was a comment on our Facebook page, actually, about maybe this will encourage people to dress more modestly. And I thought, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't want to be encouraged like that. That that wasn't what I was looking for. I
0: didn't know there was a goal. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't yeah. I didn't
2: know that. In fact, I wouldn't even know what it is. But, I
0: responded to that.
2: But but I just I just I was I was surprised. I don't know. It just like for me, it's like what. Yeah. yeah the,
0: the value judgments made upon things like modesty can be really problematic.
2: Right. Uh, and see. Long.
0: We'll get back. We'll yep, Another podcast. That would be
2: another <laughs> podcast. It would be a really long one. Yes. I could talk a really long time on that.
0: <laughs> all right. So your jeans and your trousers, they might not fit um, or you might not want them to fit like the trendy ones are. And there are different options for different silhouettes. And you should base them all together. So that's, that, a recap, that, that's, right? that's, that's a recap right that's a recap, recap. <laughs> yeah and you
2: should have it how you want it and you should use it's, fabric and that's why you sew and you
0: should use fabric similar and to that's why you sew so
2: you can have it like you want it not how somebody else dictated it to you
0: okay so you'll be able to read my whole fixation on crotch curves and bellies in the uh so long I'm yeah so happy can't scene. wait for this yeah you, thanks mom thanks a lot <laughs> for the encouragement appreciate it <laughs> I hope somebody leaves us a negative review and is like, that mom is That so mother, mean. look
2: how, oh, I think she, you told me to shut up or calm down or something earlier. Oh, did I? Okay, yeah. good. Got Yeah, well, disrespectful we balanced daughter it out. in there. Yeah, correct, we balanced we it out. out. All right. Yeah, we did.
0: Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram. We are at SoHereCom. You can email me at Mallory at ZD, take it away.
2: So long and so happy.
1: Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music